previously on Sean and D's Good Tape. Since we discussed a lot of female artists on this show uh, today, like next playlist, let's do a female one. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, Richie, you can pick. You know, we'll be in the same. So we'll be in somewhat of the same time zones too, so it won't be so much of a pain in the ass to try to record a show. Yeah, no, it'll be a lot better. But uh... now, fast forward fifty-five days later. Knock a doodle do. Hello, baby. <laughs> What a fucking day this is. How's everybody out there? Sean and Dee's Good Tape. Sean and Dee's Good Tape. Sean and Dee and that episode. Oh, oh, then there was Don't Call Me Coco, River. <laughs> <laughs> To be sitting there, you know, just out of the shower in your underwear, shaving your dick and just dancing around. It doesn't get old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that threw me off. <laughs> Sorry. I apologize. What the fuck, Sean? Do better. Uh, as you all know, disappointment starts with D. And, uh, and that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's so good. It'll be easy, he said. 55 days later, welcome to Sean and D's Good Tape. Sean Newell, Dennis Brzezinski, how you doing, D? Hello, Bungo. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> 55 days later, Richie Seymour in the house also. Hey, Richie. Gentlemen, it, it's been a minute. I mean, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so the 55 days thing, we tried recording a show last month. <laughs> And we tried to do the all-female playlist, and it was a great playlist. It was a great playlist. But Jesus Christ, that was a shit show. What that we was... learned, what we learned is <laughs> three middle-aged white guys have no business trying to get inside the head of 20-some-year-old females when they write these songs. It did not go well. Like like Dumpster Fire is a, uh, like, like <laughs> undersells what we came up with. Yes. We, we finished recording and I immediately called Sean and said, we cannot put that up. <laughs> and I tried way. to edit it. I spent three hours editing it. Yeah. And then I edited it to the point where it didn't even make sense. So I'm just like, forget <laughs> it. Uh, know, to be fair, it. it didn't make sense when we recorded it. <laughs> it got off track so goddamn fast. Yeah. yeah. And, and it just never had a chance, mm-hmm. I don't think. You know, uh, though, it, 
you do have on Spotify, you do have the actual playlist. Oh, so sure. if anybody and, wants to hear a really good female artist based playlist, go check out that on Spotify. It's Sean and, and, good and, tape. And I'll put it up on Instagram, you know, with this episode's mm-hmm. playlist also. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it, so, it, yeah. And one of the songs made it onto this one, uh, yep. you know, as as our extra song. But uh, but it was uh, yeah. So <laughs> so for for the listeners, we did uh, my father's daughter. Uh, by Olivia Vetter, mm-hmm. Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, good song, also a good song. Yeah, great. Uh, song. With Without Me by Halsey, mm-hmm. Piece by Piece by Kelly Clarkson, mm-hmm. great song. On the Road Again with Alanis, it was okay. Shit, <laughs> I didn't love it. It, it mm-hmm. let's put it this way: it wasn't her best song on the playlist. It was a C. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke, yeah. apparently. Yeah. No. yeah. It wouldn't have been had we actually put the episode up, but go ahead. Yeah. Shake It Out by uh, Florence and the Machine. Good one. Closer to Find by Indigo Girls. Good which, one. Like, I think, Sean, when you uh, when you did the edit, there wasn't anything. There was nothing left, left of that song. About that song. <laughs> it was going to have to be like, and skip ahead because, yeah, we just, yeah, the conversation was that bad. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Praying by Kesha. The Joke by Brandy Carlisle. I think I'm paranoid by garbage and you ought to know by uh, Alanis again. So that, like that one, we say since the, the free for all episode was the last official episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That we talk, And we talked about jagged. So we kept uh, you ought to know. So that pops up as track five on this playlist, but, uh, but yeah, but I will and, say- and, and it's, it's the third time we've tried to do you ought to know. So this might not ever be heard also, but I will say our listeners are, well, not a giant group of people, they do like us because I did get messages saying, when are you doing another playlist? Jamie, one of our, our first, you know, one of our first listeners that we ever had was like, where's it at? Give me some more Sean and D's good tape. So Jamie, I have your Taylor Swift tip playlist, but what this last episode taught us is you're probably going to have to do the show with us. And Jamie does know how to do podcasts because yes. she used to do yes. one with me. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So so we'll we'll get around to that, you know, once we figure out the new schedule and everything. Uh, Jamie, by the way, a brand new parent, brand new mother, had a baby yes, at the end of December. So congratulations. That was really and, awesome. And and Jamie is not the only one. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, my niece Katie, also had her little baby boy Sebastian last uh, night. She oh. was she was on what, episode like thirty five ish? Yeah, yeah. She did she did uh, uh right after you became a the regular on here. Uh yep. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, so congratulations to uh, Katie and Dom and little Sebastian, little baby Rex. Like we <laughs> well, congrats to Jamie and Katie. That's really that's really fun, and they know each other, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yep. so and, yeah. And speaking fun. of Jamie, uh, I, I'm kind of wondering where Living Local is because it's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the podcast COVID killed that podcast, but but I will say that there is going to be a similar podcast coming back in the very near future. So. So, so I will say it, it's fascinating to go back and listen to those last like two or three episodes, which were right when COVID came out. Yeah, and like like getting back in the mindset of of what news was like and, and what the world was like and what we thought we do. <laughs> yeah, like I, I it's funny. It, I remember talking it, about it and being like, "What is that?" You know, we didn't understand it. We're like, "Oh, yes. it's not going to be that big of a thing." Two years later, <laughs> yeah, that's what I know. that's funny funny. by the way dennis this is more of an inside conversation too but you'll think it's funny the part on the intro where i say you know that threw me off and i kind of chuckle and laugh i told richie what that was actually about when he was here at christmas (laughs) (laughs) 
he didn't think it was as funny as we did. <laughs> What's great about that is, is uh, I had forgotten the conversation when you first made uh, that, that clip. And, uh, uh, <laughs> but then as soon as you told me what it was from, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I cut that out of a podcast because I just didn't think it was appropriate, if you will, for us to, uh, to have in there. So anyway, good stuff. Yeah. All right. On, on the bright side, I've already forgotten what it was about. So yeah. Okay. Well, good. That that's just yeah. as well. So if you yeah. want to know, sometime shoot me an instant message or something. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so we do have a good playlist today. I have heard this playlist so many times. Um, it's kind of like when we talked that one time about we can't go this long in between shows because the playlists start to burn out because you listen to them too much. I'm there with it, but the songs are all really, really good. There's not a bad song on the playlist. I would say. Agreed. Start. So we're going to start off with uh, 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 Eddie Vedder's Hard Sun off the uh, mm-hmm. Into the Wild soundtrack in, from 2007. Uh, this is, I always fucking love this song. It, it, I, I, I know it's a cover song, but it's it's just, it, Eddie just fucking nails it. Is it a cover he, song? He makes, it, he makes yeah. it his own. I would not have guessed cover song. Yeah, who, no, who no, originally no. sang it? I didn't, catch, I didn't catch that in the notes. Uh, better work with the and and forgive me, listeners, because the notes are like a month and a half. <laughs> and, and I feel bad by asking that too, because because right before we came on, Dennis and Richie both said I haven't really taken a look at the notes for a while, and I said, oh, I looked at them earlier today, so I'll pick you guys up on that. And of course, the first, I don't remember seeing that in the notes. That was so nice so, of me to do. So so to give the listeners a little inside baseball while Dennis is looking this up, we actually made this podcast like the playlist right after we recorded the shit show. Mm-hmm. So our last early official December. podcast, yeah, our last yeah. official podcast was 22 November. Mm-hmm. We recorded a week and a half, two weeks after that. So like around the 7th or so of December made this playlist immediately after that uh, by like 10 December and have been listening to it for a month plus. Mm-hmm. And, and Dennis sent out the, the notes like three weeks ago. We actually already have the next playlist ready. And we've been listening yeah. to it too. So I kind of go back and forth between the two of them. Yeah. So, yeah. so like by May, you guys should get another episode of the good tape. At least, at least. Yeah. I mean, maybe even April, if you're lucky <laughs> by tax day. <laughs> so, so I, I think I didn't include this part in the notes. Uh, Richie, I, I don't know. Like, like I knew it was a cover when it came out, but Eddie Vedder was actually sued over, over this because really? he changed the lyric on it. But it's that article is on RollingStone.com, which now is on a, a fucking paywall. Oh. And, uh, uh, so it's a cover, and fuck the guy who uh, sued Eddie Vedder over making the song actually popular. <laughs> so I'm not even going to bat. Uh, uh, yeah. We don't need any lawsuits here on Sean and D's Good Tape, so be careful, D. Tread lightly. That's fair. Any more lawsuits, you mean? <laughs> oh, you know what? You know hey, what? Homer. <laughs> who? bandwagon billy (laughs) oh i know who that is okay fair enough it was written by canadian gordon peterson recorded under the name indio and was a hit in 1989 Hmm. Hmm. okay a hit in canada is not a hit was this what you would also it's like a hit in france well but but i do have a question when you say when you say that eddie vetter made it a hit would you call this song a hit was it like big because i don't remember this song until now and i'm not ripping on it i think the song's great but would you call it a hit I would call it a hit because it was the the big single off of this album, and actually it was a different song off this album, uh, "Society," that mm-hmm. won the Academy Award uh, for for the movie Into the Wild. Uh, but uh, but this song, it, I, I 
when I think of Eddie Vedder solo, this is one of the first things I think of. Is this? And the song is the song is interesting too because it it I like in the notes where it says it's written in the guise of a relationship between a man and a woman, but it really represents Mother Earth and she's slipping away. You know, I thought that was really oh, really interesting. And, yeah. and when when you look at the lyrics, mm-hmm. you can absolutely see it. For forty days and forty nights, and mm-hmm. still coming down on me. Yeah, like that. This is he's talking about you know like fucking climate change and global warming and shit like that and like like we're like we have to take care mm-hmm. of this this woman this person this thing this entity but if you ever want a song a chorus to get stuck in your head that'll go over and over <laughs> and over again this is the song it absolutely will do that yeah. to you well but- i will say the song's probably about 30 seconds too long like it 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 could end at some point but i oh. love the song i i really do like the song i just i felt like i i felt like he had ran out of things to say and hits the uh hits <laughs> hits hits the verse one more time i think dennis well, is gonna get a flight to st louis airport tonight and stab you I, that's I what i think's gonna it'll be american here. he'll never get here <laughs> that ain't no doubt <laughs> rent a car I, you get there faster i was just i was just about to say richie i mean you're only human you do what you can <laughs> It's, it's i am only human stay tuned <laughs> uh, but yeah no it's just a great song uh, it is i remember this album came out around the same time as uh echo silence patience and and grace by uh, uh foo fighters uh and i remember this because i was moving at the time and these were the two albums i played non-stop as i was packing and, and loading up things like just phenomenal phenomenal records the whole thing a tease and please the album that you just mentioned from the foo fighters is going to come up again much later in the episode that's not true it is true no it's the wrong album no it's not wasting life it's not look at your notes d there's there's a tie-in to that album in that song coming up so anyway stay tuned so a little, little bit of controversy <laughs> Dennis, going on Dennis here. is looking furiously right now too <laughs> so, to see what see what I'm talking about. But I don't want to t- so, I don't want to say what it is right now because that's for that song later in the playlist. Again, yeah. so, again, Sean looked at the notes this morning, and Richie and I haven't looked at it. Yeah, yeah. It, it probably so we're going to walk so on chose, to the next. He song. chose to argue <laughs> with me about it instead of just going with it. Because so. <laughs> that always ends well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> But but, but but like yeah okay anyhow yeah so I mean hey Dennis is wrong he's only human after all don't put your blame on him uh, don't put but, your blame on me yes. <laughs> yes don't put your blame on me please don't uh, that that leads into our our next song which is Human by Rag and Bone um, I I threw this one on just because Rag I was pretty sh- man Rag and you're right you're right I R and B is is what we go with the people that know him. I, I assumed that uh, that you guys probably had not heard this song before. No, it I it, had I've heard it before. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was it was a, a pretty big hit about three years ago. Yeah, like it yep. it got a lot of uh, airplay. I find it just to be a cool song. Like yeah. like his it's a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his emotion, the way he carries himself. I really enjoyed the song. I wanted to expose you guys to it. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. I I would say this about it in terms of if there's any criticism of it. Um, it's he, he writes it and he's very decisive on saying the same thing over and over again, but the way he does it, yep. it's powerful. So it doesn't bother yes. me. You know, there's yep. not a lot of lyrics to it, but the lyrics are powerful. 
No, I really, I really think you get everything out of that first verse that, you know, maybe I'm blind, maybe I'm this, mm-hmm. maybe I'm that. Like, like at that point you can move on. But, um, but he's got such a great voice. He does. Blues, yes. Yeah. And, and the blues and the blues, uh, uh, un, un, undertone of it, you know, just, just settles well. Like you could sit mm-hmm. there if you were sitting there in, in a yeah. bar in Winchester or something like that. And this song came on, you would not get mad that he was just doing yeah over yes over well i mean how could you get mad he's only human after all i mean come yeah. on don't and, put your well, blame on him and and why would you tell him about life he's you're, you're from winchester well, he's from winchester Clearly. yeah i mean yeah <laughs> seriously that's it, a great song and, and we were talking before we started recording uh 20 years uh, by the way 20 some years now that joke has been going on and 20 some years that cold. joke is still funny I mean, at least all three of us think it is. I'm going to guess somebody associated with us closely probably doesn't think it's funny anymore. It actually, actually, she probably really doesn't care because she hasn't heard it that much. Once again, does not listen to the show. Well, (laughs) doesn't give a shit. And when I'm around her, I don't bring it up. But D, right, and D doesn't ever see her, so yeah, it's all good. Yeah. So, so for for the listeners, we uh, we actually tried to get together over Christmas, um, and Sean and I were successful. Yes. Dennis could not because he got the Ronas. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been two years since we've been together. Like, like for perspective, if, if we keep this pace, we only have like 15 or 20 more meetups, like in the future. Yeah. Richie said that to me when he was here and I was like, are you trying to fucking depress me or what? What what is going on? That that was like, yeah. All right. Well, all right. D's an asshole because he can't fucking be here. And we only got a handful of these left. He can't not get Corona. In my defense, I had a doctor's appointment that next day that I couldn't, that I was not supposed to reschedule because I couldn't get another one until February. But it just so happens that I didn't make that doctor's appointment because it turns out that I was potentially and then eventually, yeah, positive for the Omicron or what Omicron or whatever. Omicron. Omicron. Is that a transformer? It was. It was. Uni- it, it was Unicron. It Unicron, but it was close. It, it, it's one of the ones in season two after they killed all the cool ones. Yeah. Oh, and they yeah. tried to be the dinosaur robots. He was the big. Well, he was they, the big giant yeah. world eater. Unicron. They, they the wanted to sell more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They just wanted to sell more toys. And then Unicron sounds like unicorn, which would be like they were trying to get girls to buy transformers. Except yep, for that he yep. ate worlds and destroyed people. And he actually he actually because <laughs> I'm gonna totally I'm gonna shit out rainbows. I'm gonna totally I'm gonna totally show my nerd side here when it comes to there Transformers. Is, is. He was the one who changed Megatron into Galvatron. There you go. The more you know. And knowing's half the battle. But what do you see? Do That's G.I. Joe. Or are you deceived? In what you believe, because I'm only human after all. You're only human after all. Don't put the blame on me. Don't ask my opinion. Don't ask me to lie. Don't then beg for forgiveness for making you cry. No, it was a great song. Richard. It was a good uh, song. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and it and it kind of fit well in in yes. two. Into following in, into the next song, Sean. Well, yep. I, I want to take a break before the next song, if that's possible, because I I need to refresh my beverage if I if I could. So I'm going to two songs. The, I'm going to shock the shit out of you by saying, "Good call," because I have to pee. I'm shocked. Yes, but anyway, all right. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second here on Sean and D's Good Tape. Welcome back to Sean and D's Good Tape. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Well, because it was like 20 minutes in, in that break there. 
Well, yeah. we're, to, we're not, an hour and 48 minutes in. We've gone through two songs. But so not, we're pretty much on par. Not 20 minutes for the <laughs> listeners. For them, it was just instantaneous. Yeah. We said we were going to be back, and then we were back. So Yeah, Good instantaneous like the uh, six weeks in between episodes. 55, <laughs> 55 days. days. 55 days. Yes. Eight weeks. Yes. Whatever. Okay. So, so the next song on our playlist is Possibility Days from the Counting Crows, which was off their uh, 2014 album, Somewhere Under Wonderland. And I picked this song because there's this guy I know know who kind of the first like 30 seconds of the song kind of played out for him recently so um i thought it would be a good song to uh to use but when i listen to the entire song this song is just all over the place in terms of i mean this up and down and good and bad and all this stuff and whoever lived this had a really hard time there's no doubt about it with i could not tell if it was a love song or if it was a, a heartbreak song you know, it, yes. like you said, it's just up and down. And, yeah. and I'm glad you said that because I, I love the song. Mm-hmm. I could not get a feel for the song at any point. I listened to it a dozen times no, and I'm it, like, I just don't know what this fucking song is doing. It's, and it's a great song. And it reminds me of the recovering the satellites, August and everything after mm-hmm. Crows, which, and I think Sean, we had, we had uh, another one of the uh, songs off of this album on a previous playlist, Richie, I, don't, I think you might not have been on it on that episode but uh palisades park yeah this was this was the yeah this was one of those this was the album that you said like dude you gotta listen to it this sounds like counting crows it's what got me back into the counting crows after not being into them for probably 10 years yeah i i i know i heard this song because i listened to that album a few times but i never fucking paid attention to it until you know the last you know month (laughs) we've been listening to this fucking playlist and this well, is a great fucking song. Well, it's a, it's it, again. It goes back to the way he used to tell stories in his songs. Yeah. Well, and 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 from the notes that you uh, that you sent from songmeetings.com, it's another great love song by Adam. A song about regret, heartache, and how sometimes it's tough to let go. It's two people who have similar ideas, views, yet somehow it just doesn't fit. They keep trying, fooling each other that it works, <laughs> even though they're thinking the opposite. However, Jesus like most Christ, Adam, yeah. a, like most Adam lyrics, it fall it ends with the man being left alone. Yet he knows he'll be all right and the best part of a worse day is knowing that it'll be okay yeah i I mean that's that's prophetic and and that line that line in that song is the best line the best part of the worst day is knowing it'll be okay and and someday but isn't isn't every isn't every day though i i was sitting sitting the other day i had a lot of time to think and you know i had a lot of free time on my hands um and i was listening to this playlist and i was listening to to be an american yeah yeah, exactly and and i was like i was thinking to myself you know every day is actually a possibility day you know and and it just kind of depends on how it goes yeah and, and and that's the point he, he meant. Uh, I guess I go west, but your weather has changed. Mm-hmm. You're just scared. I'm mistaken for strange. You know that 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 sort of thing. It's just like, what the fuck else is going to happen today? Like this this day is going to be. You know the possibilities for these things. It, yep. It's just yeah. It, the line the good speak- or bad, good or bad, yes. and th- and that's where this song yeah. jumps from, where you can't tell if it's heartbreak or or or, or love song. The, the line that really kicked my butt, too, was, so you pull down the shades and you shut off the lights because somehow we mixed up goodbye and good night. Yes. And I'm like, man, oh. that is so powerful. Oh. It's I such a good chills. lyric. Yeah. I just got chills yeah. just saying that. The, uh, the one I just brought up, is, and the worst part of a good day is knowing it's slipping away. Yeah. 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 And that stuff. happens. You have that moment where everything's been going perfect, and you're like, oh, but it has to end. 
I had somebody tell me that they thought this song might be off of Butter Miracle, like an, an extension of that. And I said, no, this song's older than that. Yeah. You know, which I thought was interesting. It could fit with Butter Miracle. Well, yes, it, yes. But, but I also think Butter Miracle is like, like I said, like with this song, it goes back to the uh, uh, OG uh, Counting Crows sort mm -hmm. of, sort of. Yeah, you know, and absolutely. Butter Miracle, yeah, and Butter Miracle did that too. It, it was less Smash Mouthy and. Mm -hmm. uh, Nickelback. You know, we, we say that, you know, and you have said that a lot and I, I agreed with it for a, for a lot of the time, but if you go back and you listen to even like, uh, like, uh, what is it? Saturday nights and Sunday mornings and some of that, there is, there is some really good nuggets off of those albums. And, and I'm sure. And what's yeah. the album that came out that, that we actually hard candy, this desert, hard candy. I was going to yeah. say not this desert well, life. The, the, this desert life started, started the trend then hard candy. And then they did the fucking Shrek song. Yeah. And, and it, and it just kind of went, uh, but, it, but if I could give all my love, Richard Manuel is dead, which we had on the playlist, came yeah, off of Hard yeah. Candy, and that's a really of good course. song. And, yeah. and Hard Candy is a good song. It is. Like, yeah. That's an enjoyable song. It is. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And, and But at the time, it wasn't what we wanted. Right. I mean, we're talking 20 years now. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and, and going back to this song, which is, you know, eight years old, you know, we're, we're rediscovering it yeah. when uh, we probably should have given it more of a chance yeah. when it came out. But but I'm a little shocked. Like he doesn't play this song or Pacific Palisades in in concert. We heard we like, heard we heard the Palisades. Did we? Yeah, yeah, we did. Palisades oh, I didn't Park. think yeah. we did. Yeah, or we Palisades did. Park. You're right. It's yeah. that nine minute long song, and I was like, oh my god! And you didn't know it. I could. I knew you didn't know yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. But I was like, and oh, this is this is fantastic because it literally was nine minutes long, and I'm like singing along as much as you can sing along with Adam Duritz in uh, in concert. I I uh, told somebody about that show. I said, the more I drank, the more it was just like me and Adam Duritz in concert and that was it it was just like you know that's all i'm doing well, is watching it, you know? it was a little weird when you two made out it was like that yeah, that was weird yeah yeah uh -huh. well oh amanda so, earmuffs <laughs> amanda's not listening <laughs> and, and, but what's funny is what sean didn't dig him when he had the the, the dreadlocks but all of a sudden no dreadlocks sean's making out that i didn't i didn't dig him then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he was the beard, too the beard was too then. scratchy. What can yeah, I say? It was, it was like, <laughs> on, wash, wash your hair, dude. That yeah. like Sean was just so shallow back then. <laughs> this was last year. <laughs> well, a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, exactly. So three, set, what, twelve years ago? I we're no we're, we're in year forty-seven of COVID nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got this under control. The CDC says everything's fine, so we're all good. <laughs> Don't um, look here. <laughs> yeah don't look behind the curtain so the next song speaking of that smooth sailing is mine it's my this is one of my uh uh songs that i've been trying to get on a playlist forever it's queens of the stone age smooth sailing off of like clockwork what took you so long? i love this song it, what took me so long it just didn't fit into anything yeah mm. it, it, and like every time i would like it just but this song how fucking badass is this fucking song? It, it's like the it's ultimate great. diva song. Yeah, like the great. whole like it just exuding confidence mm -hmm. and I'm fucking taking on the world. I like there's like three or four different lines in here that you're just like, holy shit, he just said that. I got bruises and hickeys, stitches and scars. Got my own theme music plays wherever I are. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought that line cracked me up too. Absolutely. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I, I'm burning bridges. I destroy the mirage. All visions of collisions. Fucking bon voyage. It's all smooth sailing. Like it, I'm in flagrante in every way. Like yeah. just like just crushes it. 
you, you can't hear this song and not be like puffing out your chest and 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 to, and to kind of put it in perspective the music video uh it shows the the lead singer as a businessman who joins a group of japanese businessmen on a night in the city filled with did you alcohol. watch it Chuck? no i didn't but it said it's filled <laughs> with with alcohol drug strippers and karaoke at one point the beat up they beat up a man and steal his sports car for a joyride so if we, that gives we you call that a, a peoria thursday a peoria, yeah exactly exactly i i have listener kathy We'll, we'll be thrilled that this one got on here too because we've talked about this on a ton. This this like clockwork Queens of the Stone Age is probably my favorite band from the last like the he I grouped them in with the Pearl Jams and Food Fighters and Soundgardens and Nirvana and everything like that. Uh, and and uh, Brandon and Kenny and I went saw them on this tour. I saw them open up for Nine Inch Nails and they're just a fucking crazy great band but this is my favorite song by theirs by far and, and this song i can't put my finger on it but it really reminds me of something and it's not another queens of, of the stone age song like i don't know what it is but it, it like it, it just has this it, it's even like, like the way he changes up his voice you know yes. and stuff the way he sings it it's just really cool well, and i agree well, with you and i don't know what it is either yep. well god and only I, knows to so mind your behavior follow prescriptions of your loaded savior every temple is gold every hook is designed Hell is the temple of the closed mind. God damn it. That's fucking great. It is. And the way it's delivered in this song. Uh, it's all emotion. <laughs> For the listener, Dennis is dancing. Yeah. Um, it looks a little bit like a uh, crip walk, but you it know, wasn't quite that. You know what, what is the what one? Is the one. Hold on. What's a crip walk? I don't know what that is. Either. Uh, Google Serena Williams Wimbledon. I don't know what that is either. We'll it's it a it's it's a dance. So I will say that the Amanda the, knows what I'm talking about. The lost episode, by the way, uh, our last one that we didn't actually post. Yeah. The one thing that everybody did miss out on was Richie talking about DMX and his little weird dance that he did. <laughs> You'll have to pull that out. You'll have oh to pull my that gosh, out first, it was but... so funny. That might be something that I have to add as like a bonus episode sometime, just that piece. Because it was so funny. But but I don't know if it can do justice without people actually seeing Richie on the Zoom dancing in his chair. Because it was and, so funny. And thankfully they'll never see it because you don't record the Zoom. You don't record the Zoom. Uh, yeah. But, but Okay, so I'm fucking Or you think you guys... I don't. Hmm. I couldn't actually it, because it's your it would zoom. tell me. I was gonna yeah. say it's your zoom. Damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, so going back to, I'm so thrilled you guys love this song. Uh, Recording uh, in progress. <laughs> <laughs> it says got it. Recording or leave stopped. Meeting. Oh, okay. Okay, good. There we go. <laughs> Dennis was ready to leave that damn meeting though. If you didn't shut that thing <laughs> up, I don't, what do I give a shit about? I don't know. Dennis, your dance was pretty bad. Well, yeah, because like I'm a fucking middle-aged white guy, a nerdy white guy, who doesn't know what Galvatron is necessarily. But I'm, I'm pretty close to being. So then, uh, so then, <laughs> <laughs> they took the Matrix and they blew it up. <laughs> You're welcome. But yeah, no, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you love this song. You like the song. It, it, it's fucking great. It's fun as hell. And uh, and Kathy, yeah, me and Kathy had have talked about the song ad nauseum, and so so yeah, she'll dig that that it's finally on a playlist too. So so yes, I will I will say because you want to give me shit for that, I have probably seen Transformers the movie where Unicron debuted probably about nine hundred times in my childhood life. 
and I don't regret it. I have it on DVD. I can watch it now if I wanted to. I, I Listen, I, I'm not giving you shit about that because I own the movie myself. There you go. But the fact that you wanted to spend 10 minutes on a podcast about <laughs> music talking about Transformers. <laughs> that was my only thing. You brought it up. Anyway, go. What's our next song here on the playlist? Oh, I know. So this will be this will be the one that the playlist abruptly ends because we can't cover it. <laughs> yeah, I was I, when this got put on there. I was like, we just heard the song on the last playlist. I still love oh. this fucking song. The song is incredible. I, I don't get tired of this song. Uh, at yeah, all. I'm, I'm with you. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Why I'm do gonna, you I'm hate gonna, women, Sean? I don't hate women. I just am <laughs> sick of the song. It was it was Sean's house that she rang the doorbell at. <laughs> Was was she thinking of? Was he? Yeah, yeah. Sean loves movie theaters. Mm. <laughs> I've seen two movies Cut in the last out. month. Cut it out, Richie. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, uh, <sighs> Take it. All right, we don't have to. We don't have to spend too much time on the song, especially since I have to piss. But it's "You Ought to Know" by a lot of sports. You stuff. have to go again. You just went. Yes. Well, it's been, it's been 12 minutes. It's been two songs ago. <laughs> it's been two songs ago, but it was also 20 minutes before we started recording the two songs. Man. Anyway, go ahead. Let's finish this. Yeah. No, it's a great fucking song. It's a brilliant fucking it, song. It is a great song. It absolutely is. And, and, and when I say I, that I'm I sick of it, it's get, only because... I never get fucking tired of the song. Yeah. I'm only tired of it because time. it was on two straight playlists, and that's why. Because we couldn't but, get it right the first time. Every time it comes up on the fucking playlist, I'm fucking all in. Like, I just, I cannot believe how much this song is still fucking does that to me. Every time I hear it on the radio, I'm listening to it. I'm not stopping. I'm not changing the channel. Like, I'm in. It's fucking brilliant. And and, and with Dave Navarro and Flea, who actually recorded on the song. And then the video's got Taylor Hawkins in the back doing his fucking goddamn Foo Fighters shit. So did he not record on the song no, itself? No, okay. He, no, he wasn't in, in, in the band at that point. But uh, uh, but it was so good. And and uh, we talked about the jagged one in the episode, the last episode. Yes. The jagged. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, but this this song still to me is one of those ones that I will never ever fucking get tired of. It's just fucking brilliant. It's brilliant and so angry, and I love love the emotion of yeah. it just like counting crows sort of things you know like when you put that much fucking heart mm-hmm. and soul into your in your singing the song like i'm i'm all in like you got me you got me so i will tell you i would love for a song by the guy's wife like i would love her rebuttal <laughs> song for yeah. this chick just showed up at my Are door you- are you like, talking about a Biggie Tupac sort of? Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> I can tell like, you, I can tell you that I have uh, heard firsthand how much Dave Coulier does not like this question. By the way, because oh. uh, he was on, he was coming to Peoria. Probably this has probably been like ten or twelve years ago. Coming to Peoria for a comedy bit, and he was on our morning show when I was still in radio, and I was in the news booth getting ready to do a newscast, and the two guys that hosted the show were um, interviewing him. And they said, so we got to ask you the question here as we wrap stuff up. Are you the person that's in the Alanis Morissette song? <laughs> and I was like, you just asked him that seriously? And he he did not deny it, but he did not confirm it. And he was not happy about the question and ready to and, get and off I, the phone. She she didn't confirm who it was. No, she did not. Him. No, yeah. no. 
But I do like the thing in the notes that says that says uh, something about Dave Coulier that Coulier admitted apparently to the uh, Boston Herald that lines are very close to home, especially the one about an older version of me and bugging him in the middle of dinner. And Bob Saget said in one interview that he was present when Morissette made that call during dinner, whether that's true or not, or he just made a joke out of it. Who knows? But uh, R.I.P. to Bob Saget, by the way, since we're doing this podcast now, if you if you uh, we were talking about this beforehand, if you haven't taken a few minutes to watch some Bob Saget stand-up comedy since he passed away, do it because it is some really funny stuff, by the way. And, and don't expect America's Funniest Home Videos no. in a full no, house. No. Like, it, that that was not him. No. It, it, it's closer to the lost episode of Sean V's Good Tape than it is to a, a yeah. full house. <laughs> yes, but I will say it is an absolutely brilliant song and it changed the face of music. I mean, this song literally changed the face of music with the way that she took people like the three of us and said, you're going to listen to me and you're going to listen to the poppy stuff on this album too, because this song is such a powerful song and well, all those other songs are brilliant too, but they're not like this one. But it also made us assholes that think we could pull off an all female podcast <laughs> and talk and talk Absolutely. intelligently yes. about, yes. about it because, yes. because mm-hmm. it's an angry song about heartbreak. Mm-hmm. You know, of course we're not going down in people in theaters, or at least I haven't done that uh, recently. But, Fair enough, but but uh, he went through a phase yeah. in his twenties. But other than that, <laughs> yeah. no, Dennis, I won't go to the movies with you again tonight. <laughs> go see the Revenge of the Sith on your own, damn it! <laughs> Avatar is three hours long. I, I'm not going with the. I'm chafing. <laughs> oh I don't care if it's in three D. <laughs> Uh, on right, that note, let's flip on that it note. beside me. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a plan. We'll be back in just a minute. <laughs> yeah, so I actually own like the anniversary Blu-ray Steelbook edition of Transformers the movie. Show. Oh, is that the one like where Optimus Prime's pulling the Matrix yes, apart on the front? It absolutely is. Yes, nice, you're nice. Absolutely right. Welcome back to Sean and D's Good Tape. We're here for. <laughs> and we got five songs left here to go this is a this is a fun episode so far i believe we're redeeming ourselves for that show that we did that we will never air so anyway we'll see up in here up in here (laughs) richie i gotta say this next song that we're going to talk about is your selection and i really liked this song especially after reading the notes and realizing kind of uh what it means exactly this song is a very very catchy tune it, I, I love this song. It's, this was, so uh, shout outs to an old friend of mine from California. He loved OAR. And it was prior to this song, like he, he was he was in on OAR from, from long, long ago as an indie band. And it, it, the song's heaven. And I've just always loved this song. It's, it's, they have a couple that are just great songs. Um, but heaven is, is one of my favorite uh, OAR songs. It's so catchy. It just, I mean, it just gets in your, I don't, you know, I don't want to go to heaven, you know, and all of that kind of stuff, the way that he says it and stuff like that, just the way he sings it. It's just so, yeah, it's just awesome. But, but the meaning of it just kind of blew my mind a little bit too. It's basically saying, you know, if you've got all these different religions and you want to fight over it, screw it, you know, is basically what it gets at. And and I've always actually taken it more as just an on the nose, uh, gay pride song. Mm -hmm. Like, like that's it service level. That's what I've always thought of this song as is a, Hey, I, you know, if, if I can't go to heaven, uh, fuck off. Like, Mm -hmm. like that's just kind of how, how the, uh, the song kind of goes to me. Yeah. I, 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 
I dig that. Like, like I, that's not what I got from it either. I, I think I was more along the lines of the notes, like with Sean. But, but that's fucking brilliant, actually. If that's what it is. Yeah. I, I was going to talk about how it sounds very much like a, like it could be an Imagine Dragon song or something like that. Except yes. for, yeah. Except for it, and like I, I don't know OAR stuff, uh, and you know, so there's like kind of a ska feel to this. Yes. Mm, that's an interesting uh, yeah. take yeah are, 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 is that typically how what they sound like yeah it... so most of their songs are kind of in this vein okay. uh peace is another one that's really good I'll, I'll probably throw it on someday but 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 i i but i but i guess you know the point you made with the whole you know like uh you know uh, i was gonna say something that i shouldn't have said uh but uh uh that that the bible is against homosexuality yep. uh but I think that also lines up with what Sean was saying. Was yes. Like, there's all these different religions. It's like, Jesus Christ, just f- what the fuck do I have to do mm-hmm. to get into this, to heaven? heaven and, and, and ultimately I don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm going to live my best done, life. Done. Mm-hmm. I, I'm life's be pretty good. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to make other yep. people happy yeah. to the best of yep. my powers. And if that doesn't get me in, then fuck off. I don't yeah. care. Yep. Yeah. Fuck yep. you. Get just be the best, yep. be the best version of yes. you that you can be. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like when I first heard this song, Richie, uh, again, my immediate thought was fucking Imagine Dragons. And, and <laughs> a little bit higher concept. I, I like but, just. But it yeah. absolutely was. When then all of a sudden I heard, I don't want to go to heaven if they don't want me. And I was like, oh, fuck, there's, there's something to this. Song. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there absolutely is. And absolutely is. And, and what you were talking about, you know, Sean, what you brought up that I thought too, like, that makes this song so much way more interesting than than uh, most of what's on Imagine Dragons last album. Well, you look you look at it and you say you their take- worst album. <laughs> <laughs> it was Dennis? the one I I got it in the mail. I listened to it. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> hey, I even I even bought you the uh, the the special white vinyl one. Like. Like Adele couldn't even get white vinyl. I have a I have Adele's thirty on brown vinyl. It's a but you know neither here nor there. So the the part that kind of goes along with what we're talking about though. You, <laughs> you, 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 Are you talking about Galvatron again? <laughs> so then Omicron. Hot Rod got in there and he had it around well, his neck. <laughs> Optimus Prime and his son. What was his son's name? He didn't have a son. Well, who's the one that took over for Optimus Prime? Hot Rod, but he wasn't his son. No, but there was another like fake Optimus Prime that came after that. That oh, was the oh, next. Oh, his name was. Uh, oh, oh no, you can't do that to me. Oh man, I know you're talking. Uh, alpha was it Alpha something oh, or other? No, that Alpha. Oh, why'd you do that to me? It was something Prime. Mm. Oh. Mm. Was he? I didn't think he was a Prime. I didn't think the next one no, was. No, a prime. It was like no. it was supposed to be like he was, Optimus but he couldn't Prime's open son. the he couldn't open the Matrix. Was the problem. <laughs> And then Hot Rod could, and he became Rodimus Prime. Rodimus Prime. <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was yeah. That same here. <laughs> I am such a dork. Anyway, okay. I'm not even going to say it, what I was. We, we say are about literally losing listeners. <laughs> I disagree. I think this has been a fun show. I think we're having fun. It doesn't feel stressful. So. Do you remember Jen for France is like, what the fuck's a transformer? Do you remember that episode of GI Joe, where uh, shipwreck? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Sean and I have talked about yeah. this before. <laughs> yeah. Where shipwreck where Cobra made him brainwashed and thought he had this life that he didn't have. Yeah. 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 And at yeah. the end they all turned into blobs. It was really strange. 
everything mm-hmm. we got is everything we need. Oh, I love you. We'll get a higher. Set my heart on fire. Oh, hold on. Where was the line I wanted to bring up? Ultra Magnus was the one I was trying yes, to Yes, Ultra Magnus. That's what I couldn't think of. Yep, that's raise it. Raise him up. Raise him up. Everything he wanted is inside your cup. That's yep. probably a great line in concert. You know what was inside the cup? Oh, yeah. You know what was yeah, inside the it cup? it would be. Ultra Magnus. <laughs> that's what was inside the cup. 151. So, you know, we've been questioning what to do with this podcast. We even had a conversation <laughs> beforehand, and I think it's talking about 1980s cartoons. <laughs> Very passionate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for the Thundercats episode. If you if you haven't watched Masters of the Universe Revelations on uh, Netflix, by the way, I highly recommend it. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, Mm -hmm. We talked in one of the breaks, Sean. Have you started Book of Boba Fett yet? Yes, I've watched the first episode. First episode, Mm -hmm. same same place, and it's it it was good. I liked it. It wasn't like it wasn't like I am like sold like I was with the Mandalorian, but it's good. Yeah, there's no fucking sidebar. By the way, we're sidebarring now. Mm-hmm. I think they realized that. Yeah, but we, we didn't say it. We usually officially say sidebar. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, episode did you guys three, miss this? Episode three. Episode three is where you can tell where it's going to okay. end up taking it. Oh. Uh, so, the newest mm. one. So, by the way, we lost Jen from France about, you know, at the beginning of the episode when I said that Jamie was our biggest fan. I'm sure that that pissed Jen from France off. And, you know, I don't think Jen from off. France is even our biggest Jen fan. I don't. Oh, I don't think that's true. She's she Jen, likes us a lot. Javel, Javel, hey, Jen. She likes my posts on Instagram. Javel, Jen, Javel, Jen. That's her. No, all right. There. So she's got her name. Jen from France is a, basically a part of the show. So she transcends any of that. So I have not heard from her in at least two months. You haven't heard from her in at least two months because you're a fucking piece of shit that doesn't need to. Be heard. <laughs> oh, oh. Hey. Just saying. Well, as, and, as the executive producer, and technically, you're a fucking piece of shit who hasn't had a show in two months because we haven't put a show out in two months. Wow. Well, I don't think you're a piece of shit, Richie. I don't think so, you know. so either. Jen from France nope. thinks you're a piece. Of oh, shit. Does she... that's I, what I, I'm trying to say. Hey, I'm her, Mr. Hanky. <laughs> Mr. Hanky, uh, the Christmas poo. <laughs> hmm. Well, this it came like out of the good... toilet. <laughs> It sounds like a good thing. Hi ho. <laughs> Go ahead, D. Sorry. So what's the next song? I don't I don't think D was done with this song yet. Go ahead, D. No, I was. I was trying to transition into your song. Well, it's my song. So I'll Were you trying were you it. trying to like like wish a last goodbye to uh OAR and, and move on? <laughs> or or a last to goodbye to Sean and D's good tape. One of the two. To, one. I was trying to wish a last goodbye to the conversation that we were fucking having at the point. Oh. <laughs> so, you know it's bad. You know it's bad shit. when you know it's bad when D's being it, the responsible one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next song on the list is, uh, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> actually in, in all seriousness to kind of bring it back around to seriousness. I love this song. This song is yes. last goodbye by Kenny Wayne Shepard. It's off of the live on album, which came out, I believe in the year 2000. And when I bought the album, because I like Kenny Wayne Shepard and I like his guitar playing ability, this song just jumped out at me as, Oh my gosh, this is just a great, great song. Was, was this a radio single? I don't think so. I think no. it was just on the album, and I just loved it because I listened to I, the album. I, that, that's what I couldn't remember was, mm-hmm. the, like, I know I knew this song. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I listened to it, yeah. but I remember you had the record it, uh, or the, the CD yeah. at that point. And, uh, yeah, it's 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 a 
such a good song. Yeah. But th- there was an actual video for it, so it must have was been there? a single. Was there? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, because I mean, there was a video for it doesn't mean that we got it in Springfield, you know, well, necessarily. Well, no, but but it, it would make me think that was possibly on the radio. But... Mm-hmm. No, Blue on Black's the only real, like, huge crossover Kenny Wayne Shepherd song that, like, had – Oh, mainstream no. radio well, play somewhere well, so, somehow some way that was a big so, one that yeah, that one did too yeah so so this album came out in 99 uh uh and, and so you were in colorado springs right correct all right all right yeah so it's it, it's possible that qlz got some airplay on it but but and regardless sean had the it, album and i knew the song yeah yeah Great song. It, but it's like just a great Kilo, song. I, I'm a little shocked Kilo didn't play it. Like that does kind of surprise mm. me. But it, it was not one that I remember hearing. D, did you make all the these moment. notes, by the way, about about the lyrics and the songs, or was those just things that you found? Because the notes are awesome for this particular song. How you have like lyrics for the song, and then you break it down into uh, this is what this oh. part of the song meant. It's really it's oh. really well done. If you did that, no, no, there, it was uh, it, it, it wasn't me. It was the two of the big sites I go to are songmeanings.com and mm-hmm. songfacts.com. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times the uh, comments when there's nothing else online is what I pull them from. So that, that, that's what these would be from. Well, they're excellent. I mean, if yeah. you, if you read through it, it's absolutely great, yeah. you know, and, and this song's lyrics are just so good. The song is so soulful, soulful, number one, very bluesy, you know, with, uh, with Kenny well, Wayne's playing Kenny Wayne's, yeah, and, yeah. and the, and the lead singer. And I can't think of the lead singer's name. Also kind of an interesting sidebar, but about Kenny Wayne Shepherd is he lost that lead singer for several years and then they made a new album, a couple of new albums together in the last like 10 years or so. No, so. Noah Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't even know what to say about the song other, other than it's fantastic. And it yeah. really seems to focus on a guy who, or a woman, either one who's being held down in a relationship and is basically fighting through it to say, I'm done with this and I'm going to go be a better version of myself doing something else. So it, to me, it really had a similar vein to that Chris Stapleton song. We had several episodes ago where it's, you know, this is my last goodbye. I'm just done. I'm out. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, are you I'm moving about, on. Are you talking just about either way? Yeah. 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 Just, I'm done. Fucking yep. done with this shit. Yeah, and that's it, it's a great song. Yeah, well, that, and that kind of leads us into this next song too. It we're you know kind of being fed up with something. Uh, it's "Walk" by the Foo Fighters. Uh, before we go into what you alluded to earlier in the episode, Sean, like I remember, so this is off of their album "Wasting Light," mm-hmm. and I remember the first time I heard this song was they played on Saturday Night Live. Me too. Yep, and when he got to the breakdown part of it i was sitting on my couch i probably just finished a shift at Coles, you know maybe had three or four beers in me and fucking cried watching him fucking scream that part like just just it was so powerful that the first time i heard it you're talking about the part where he says i, I never want to die i'm dancing on my grave yeah, yeah yeah that part's very powerful so the first decline in another state of mind i'm on my knees i'm praying for signs forever mm-hmm. whenever i never want to die yeah so 
So the, that yeah. SNL performance too was good because the first time that they were on that night, that this was the second time walk was the second time. The first time was rope, which was their first single off that yeah. album. And I didn't really dig that song that much and still right. don't to this day. And I thought, Oh, it's just another, you know, the Foo Fighters had been in a little bit of a lull or their stuff hadn't been quite as good as, uh, as the color in the oh, shade. And we, we, we've talked about this show yeah. uh, on the show, mm-hmm. the, the wasting light and, and uh, color in the shade and uh, not color shade, wasting light, uh, Concrete and gold. Oh, yeah. No, what was it? What Sonic Highways. Sonic Highways. Yeah. 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 But, but I remember hearing Rope and I'm like, it's okay. I don't love it. And then they played this song and I was like, heck yes. This is, this is fantastic. This is the song Tears. we've been waiting for. Tears. Yeah. This, this might be one of my favorite Foo Fighters songs. Absolutely. Like it's just, it is hey, such so a good song. Good. You can put Wasting Light, that entire album, up against the color and the shape and say, which one do you like better? And it's a coin flip. They're both tremendous albums. And when you can put anything up against the color and the shape, you know it's an absolutely fantastic album. And this is probably the best song on the album, too. And, and, and so, so he's not only talking to like his children and his family, but he's also talking about, you know, like, the Kurt Cobain thing, like the, like, I don't need to be the, my hero, which isn't even what my hero is about, mm-hmm. but it, 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 it's the, I never want to die. I, I don't, I love this life. I love this, that sort of thing. And that's, that was the thing that, that gripped me at that Saturday Night Live performance was like, he's, he's like, I, you know, like there was a Nirvana song called I hate myself and want to die. Yeah. Like he literally played drums on a track called I hate myself and want to die. And, and, and then to hear this part of it. But, but I think that's a, a difference in those two bands and what, how no, they no, carried no. themselves. I, 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 I th- there is, there is Foo Fighters but, has always been a more of a seize the moment kind of band, but much but more optimistic. Pushing, <laughs> yes. But, but the pushing himself away from that sort of thing, and the fact that he's looking at his life in a much different way than some people might you know, know him from. It's like, but it's just, it's so I, fucking amazing. I, I think some of that's just as you get older, like you go through a, a set period in your late teens, early twenties, when you fucking know everything and you're an asshole for it. <laughs> yeah, it, but sure. But to hear him, to yeah. hear this guy, the drummer from Nirvana, say i never want to leave i never want to die and 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 knowing his relationship with his family his daughters now especially you know Mm -hmm. like with the you know his uh uh violet you know is that violet yeah violet that uh uh backup singer yeah 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 like like it's no he and loves life he doesn't want to leave yeah yeah it's so fucking good and so powerful and and sean we saw this him play live mm-hmm. in, in in 2011 and it was fucking amazing just fucking amazing so my uh, earlier um thing that i talked about was because the notes say this was originally go- supposed to be a song on an earlier album which was the album you had you had referenced but they ended up saving it for wasting light which i think is perfect because it fits on wasting light so well you know that that entire album is just such a masterpiece it really truly is so i'm glad that it waited for for the 2011 album which by the way you think about that that album now is almost 11 years old and it still still seems like oh that's one of the newer foo fighters albums which is crazy because it's not it's 11 years dude, old <laughs> so so i was talking to one of the people i work with th- uh this week and do you realize 
that Let It Be was like probably 27 years old when we started listening to classic rock YMG. Mm-hmm. And Pearl Jam 10 and Nirvana Nevermind are over 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Yep. We, we, we are old. Yep. Like, like, that's no doubt about it. That's fucked up. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> Goddamn, turn your kid music down. <laughs> Real quick, where are you two at in Get Back? I haven't started it yet. I, well, I, I, that's I not true, got... actually. You and I started it and watched five minutes and then got distracted and started talking about stuff rather than watching it. I, so I'm, yeah. I'm close to ending the first episode. And, and I keep being told that the once you get through that one, everything yeah. will be fine. Yes. But every time I start that, like I'm probably like an hour and 40 minutes into it. And I just, I can't get any further through. It, get pound through it. I know. Like, and even, even in the first episode, there's a couple things in there that are like, holy shit. Oh, uh, no. And no, it's fascinating. Fascinating watching that their uh, uh interaction with you with each yes. other that yes. late in this stage of the game too and with yoko there and with uh with uh, uh, uh paul's wife there and, and and george you know all that stuff like it's fascinating but it's just not enough to <laughs> oh yeah because like like that that first episode ends in a big way like yeah. in a real big way and that's what i keep being told and i and, and i'll get through it eventually i have the blu-ray fucking the the block box set you know where uh paul is it's not john ripping apart the matrix it's paul ripping apart the matrix nice uh, yes <laughs> oh, nice. yes <laughs> he destroyed unicron I, and saved the universe <laughs> yes i've got i've got that ordered it's probably a be home and at home you know, at some point, but, uh, but yeah. who, who would have thought destroying Unicron as a kid would be important for us as adults trying yeah. to destroy Omicron? Yep. Sometime Optimus Prime has to die to end COVID 19. Yeah. Mm. What was the name of Shipwreck's parrot? Oh, gosh. I don't remember. Did it have a name? Yeah. I mean, I don't know why Frankie stands out to me, but it's probably not right because I think that that's Coco Beware's parrot. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think we had this conversation on another podcast too. <laughs> well, that would about shipwreck's me. parent, uh, a parent. I don't oh, know about Coco Beware's parent. <laughs> yeah, that one we might have. <laughs> Are you guys googling? Yeah. Googling? yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let Sean Google it. I'm just going to watch the. Uh... Why don't we move on to the uh, to the next song while we <laughs> yep. uh, while I uh, do this? <laughs> yeah. So this one's mine. Um, this is a song I intended to put on quite a while. I think it probably will be our last song by this band. Like I, I don't know that we'll we'll go back to this well again, but it's uh, "What's This Life For" by Creed, which is one of their best songs. It's a good song. Yeah. Like for I... Jen from France that hasn't heard these guys before, really, um, check this song out. It's fucking incredible. I, I, when you sent this song and, and we started listening to, you know, the songs and talking about them after that last episode, that's never going to be uh, heard. But uh, uh, I was just like, fuck, this guy's got a really amazing voice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the end of the song, the way they do it. Yeah. It's so, it, it, it's, it's why they were as popular as they were for yes. as long as they were. And, and this was one of their later songs. Like, oh, and I, I it's, it wasn't, was it Human Clay or the next album even? Was it Weather? 
I think this is on Human Clay. Human Clay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was second album, late second album, I think, as far as releases go. Right? My Own Prison was first album. Human Clay was second. Weathered was third. Yeah, okay. But it, it this was this song came around at the time where people were starting to turn on them, I think, a little bit. And it's, I mean, it's just, it's such a good song. I, in a lot of I, ways, I, if, oh, go ahead. No, no, please. In a lot of ways, I think if they hadn't um, gone in a certain direction there on that that last chunk of the song, it would have ended up being like the biggest Christian rock song ever. <laughs> like, like, like that's where it's set up. But then he he ends the he uh, adds in the goddamn a bunch of times, and so it, it can't be played in Christian rock. I, I, that was that was part of what I always what I love about it. Sure, like. Like it sounded like he was calling you to Jesus and asking you to come down and you know fucking yep. dunk your head in a goddamn pool, and then it turned into, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but even even after he's saying you know settle settle goddamn score, he he goes right into uh, we all live under the reign of one king. Like like it still has that religious message, mm-hmm. but it's it's not it's weird it's it's i i have i have a lot of thoughts on this song but it it also kind of harkens back to what we were talking about with the uh uh with the other song you know where it's uh uh it wasn't my own prison it was the other one we did on this think. playlist where we oh the religion yeah thing sort of. uh heaven heaven yeah like 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 don't have to settle no goddamn score you know that's but talking about creed it's almost like scott staff was defiantly into religion yes like, like he believed in it what's this like for track nine on my own prison that was on my own prison yeah yeah, I thought so. I thought Holy so. Holy cow. Oh, I, think, because... I think I was thinking of With Arms Wide Open, which was off yes, of Human yes. Play. I was getting yeah. confused. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. was the song that, that Nickelback huh. them with Arms yeah. Wide Open. Yeah. I did not realize this was my own prison. That is yeah. a good album. It's a great album. <laughs> it really is. Because one was a big hit off that too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And Torn, Unforgiven? Torn, My Own Prison. Torn, uh, yeah. Uh, Unforgiven, one, and What's This Like For? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that gets us to the last one, Sean. So, um, so our last song is our uh, Sammy Hagar song for the week, and this is off of the debut album with him with Van Halen, and it's the title track, 5150. And the reason I actually put this song on here was not for the album version, but I sent you guys the concert version of this song, and it's probably my favorite Eddie Van Halen guitar solo of absolutely any song that they do. It's fantastic, and it's off of Live Without a Net, which was a home video release, and he just absolutely shreds the middle of this song. The The biggest thing I thought took away from this song was how badass that guitar solo was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, lyrically, lyrically and Sammy Hagar's performance on it were, you know, they were fine at best. Yeah, yeah they were it fine. was fine. It was yeah. fine. But it was the fucking Eddie Van Halen guitar solo. Yeah. Which is and and I will say that I do like the part in the concert version of the guitar solo where Sammy's actually like 
Sammy and the guitar are making the same sound at the same time of that. And it's How like the, the voice and the guitar go yeah. together so well. It's just absolutely fantastic. It's so much fun when that happens. Yeah. When, you know, like Guns N' Roses would do that for a while. And, 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 and other bands, you know, like 80s bands would do that. Where, but, but it, yeah, yeah, no, it's the music, the music of a song completely takes over from the lyrics it's awesome yeah i don't even have a whole lot to say about the lyrics it's okay i mean there's nothing wrong with them they're yeah, they're nothing spectacular it, it, but but man eddie just kills it absolutely it, it would be just as good as an instrumental like yeah. like you wouldn't actually need the lyrics mm-hmm. no that's that's very fair yeah absolutely and uh the other thing that i would say off this this being the first album that van halen did with sammy hagar brings me to the point also of first lead singer david lee roth um was going to play some shows in vegas and then going to retire he had like five or six shows that were set and then he was going to retire and call it a career and those shows all got he decided to cancel them because of covid so apparently david lee roth is now officially a retired musician so that's pretty i mean what is he 75 oh no he's not as old as sammy he's he's like oh really yeah sammy was actually about i'd say five to eight years older than like eddie and alex and michael anthony stuff like that so so i'd say he's in his 60s somewhere okay and, mm-hmm. and you cannot absolutely call any musician retired. You know, the Rolling Stones are still fucking touring. Kiss is still fucking touring. Apparently, I, I thought I thought they actually did their last tour. Well, they're still they had to pick it back up because it, most of it got canceled from COVID. Ah, although I did see <laughs> I did see though, uh, Kiss at the Peoria Civic Center in February of 2020 before covid and david lee roth actually opened for them so it was actually a pretty fun show Interesting. yeah and uh M- michelle saw them without me when i was deployed the first time oh yeah oh that's funny so you yeah. wouldn't you i mean you wouldn't have liked it i don't think no i'm not a kiss guy yeah and i really am not either but it just seemed like a fun thing to do and something to say hey i saw kiss perform before they before they quit. i mean because they put on quite the pyro show you know yeah. and stuff it's it's more of a it's not really so much about the music as it is about the performance, if that makes Experience, sense. Experience, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it was cool. Yeah, I, I was just saying, I think I maybe actually only really like three Kiss songs. Yeah, and yeah. You, and they're probably okay at best, is my yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I, w- I, I will say it's cool, though, when you look at it. I think that was one of Loth- Roth's last performances that I got to see live. So that's fun to oh, say wow. that I saw those Van Halen songs performed live one more time. And it was, you know, about six months before Eddie Van Halen died. So, you know, it's kind of cool to say I saw those songs performed live. Yeah. I, I will say if, if Sir Paul goes around one more time, I probably will do everything I can to go see it. I still kick more. myself. And I told you this when you were here, Richie, that uh, he was in the quad cities probably like three or four years ago. Yeah, and I just didn't even ago. think about it. And I should have gone and seen him in concert. I don't know why I didn't. It, it, it was three years ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, that was the last show my mom went to saw. She didn't know. Uh, anyhow, so really? uh, she went to the quad cities and saw that. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. City. No, Chicago, she Chicago. Okay. Oh, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, and Nancy, who listens to the show, love you, Nancy. Uh, uh, you know, took my mom. My mom That's had awesome. taken Nancy to go see shows with her when she was a kid, hmm. and uh, and mom and and Nancy repaid repaid my mom by taking me to see Paul McCartney. That's incredible. Very nice. Yeah. And there's a great picture of the two of them. Anyhow, uh, so with Paul, not with Paul. No. Mm-hmm. So so the future of the show. Uh, what we're looking at is it's not going to be a normal schedule at all. Uh, there's things up in the air. 
that that you know and and obviously the last couple of months you know we haven't been been able to keep a schedule what we hope to do is to do a show or two a month mm-hmm. uh playlists we have one more playlist that's going to come up so the next episode will be the playlist but after that it's probably going to be more of a uh you know, hit or miss sort of thing. There's going to be no real schedule at all. We want to keep doing it because all three of us love doing this, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, it's 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 not going to be, you know, regimented. Like you, you you'll just have to pay attention to what we're putting out there. But what but we're what we're leaning towards, I think, and we all agreed on is like a free for all episode, then a playlist episode, free yeah. for all playlist episode sort of thing. Uh, and so once or twice a month, you're gonna you're gonna hear from us. But uh, but yeah, we, we life has gotten out of the pandemic where we can't do a normal schedule. Yeah, and I yeah. think uh, I think with that too, you know, it's uh, it's a matter of less is more when it comes to us anyway. <laughs> so uh, or, people, people, as after, Amanda and Michelle say, <laughs> small doses. Yeah. People after about a month and a half were like, you know, I kind of want to hear another podcast again, but when they're every week or every other week, it's like, eh, you know, I could do I'm without good. that. Yeah. Those so, guys suck. Yeah, yeah. So so the biggest thing is we're not going away, but you know, it's not going to be every Monday or every mm-hmm. other Monday or anything. It's, yeah. We're going to, we're going to pop in and out of your feed. Uh, please subscribe to us and, and we'll be there. And I would love to hear feedback on, do you like the free for alls better? Do you like the music based episodes better? I mean, let us know what you like, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, the five people that will actually respond to that, it would be cool to actually hear what people actually like from us too. So. And, and I will say for the listeners, I, our next playlist, the last playlist, is going to be uh, our songs of 2021. Mm-hmm. I would really like for, for the listeners to send us what their top five songs of 2021 were. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, and, then, so, and then we can compare it if any of them made our list. And, and, and Spoiler, and, they didn't. No. It, and it's a really good playlist. Have you spent any time with it, Richard? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a really good playlist, actually. Uh, so... And and you can reach us, you know, through Sean and D's good tape at gmail.com. That goes to Instagram. D. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram, Sean and D's good tape. Uh, I think I got extra uh, periods in there, you know, like, or, or things. Uh, Newell, Sean, you do the, uh, the Facebook stuff. Yep. You can look up Sean and D's good tape on Facebook. Yep. But most of you that listen to the show actually have our fucking phone numbers. So you can text us or message us and, t- and tell us what you want us to talk And about. any listeners who don't have D's phone number, just uh, just send us a note on one of our social medias. I'd be happy to give you D's phone number. And, and Homer, we don't mean for you to text us. <laughs> <laughs> who? Screw Tom Brady. Who? Bandwagon <laughs> Billy! Oh, yeah. Okay, that guy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the show for the week. And I, I ho- think so too. Yeah, I think uh, uh it's yeah. been fun. This has been it's been a while and it's been fun to uh to do this again after uh fifty five days off. Not counting that one show that we don't need to talk about ever again. You guys would have loved it, but we would have all gotten fired from our jobs. Yeah, probably. That's fair. At least D would and canceled. D would have for sure, and the rest of us might have. So yeah. anyway, yeah. on that note, anything else, D? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll see you next time here on Sean and D's Good Tape. I want you to know it's over. Well, bye.